You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Good morning, Las Vegas. What is going on this beautiful, bright and warm Saturday morning? Leah, what's happening with you? Hey, I'm back. She's back. We missed you last week. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. I had a ball. Oh, I thought about you. That's great. Where 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 you. were you? So I actually um well I went to Cancun. Okay. Went to Cancun and it was funny because while we were there, um, it was my thirty fifth high school reunion. All right. And while we were there, one of our um classmates, she said her mother was like, you know, when y'all went to Jamaica, y'all went and it was a bunch of stuff going on. Now y'all going to can you know, Mexico and it's a bunch of stuff going on. Are y'all smart girls? And we just fell out laughing <laughs> because we went to this academic high school, like ninety seven percent of our class went on to college. And it's a public school in Philadelphia, um, all girls public school, and we were the two hundred and thirty second class to graduate in nineteen eighty eight from this high school. Mm. So it's just um, being with those women, a, a lot of women, I mean, just doing some amazing things around the country. Someone's in Alaska, someone's in Florida. I am here. Two of us are here in Las Vegas. Um, it was it was a good way to reset after tax season. So I, I you want to know what I, I laid on the beach and laid. I'm not, not I'm sorry, not the beach, the pool, because I didn't want to go to the beach because it was public. I laid by the pool and. Like being in resorts, right? And for those of you that don't go to, you know, you don't know how to, learning how to resort, you want to learn how to resort. Resorts, from the time you wake up until bedtime, they have activities for you. So it's almost like kindergarten, right? They have a bunch of activities during the day. You have to read the schedule, sign up to participate, or you can just lay by the pool. And when it's all inclusive, everything is free. So you eating and drinking till you just can't eat, drink, swim. It's just a good time a good environment that's wonderful well you look very tanned very refreshed very relaxed. relaxed yes i am yes i am that's good um, but I heard you had Kim on last. Yeah, Kim on last. I week? did. I did. I know that's always a good show. I we love Kim. We had Kim on last week, and we talked about self care. We talked about hair, and nails, that's what and I was skin, doing. Yes. and taking care of yourselves. Because you know, entrepreneurs, if we don't take care of ourselves. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. We're going to have another conversation today, though. We're going to talk about money. Oh, we're going to talk about money today. We're going to talk about money today. We're going to talk about money today. So I I actually have been told um, that I needed to talk to this person. And I guess he told me, he's like, he's been told that he needed to talk to me. So we finally connected. First time wasn't able to get him on the show, you know, schedules, you know. But this time we were able to confirm he was here. And I want to introduce you to Chris Bridgeforth. Chris, how are you? Excited to be here. Hey, <laughs> welcome right. to our show. So we're going to talk about money today. And we're going to talk about, you know, just products. Because I don't know if we really understand how insurance works. Um, well, first I want to know about you. Where are you from? 
Um, <clears throat> I'm from Valdosta, Georgia. I'm a country boy. Okay. All right. So what brought you to Las Vegas? Military. Um, I served in the Navy for uh, 12 years. Um, my last duty station was in uh, Fallon, Nevada, in the northern Nevada, in the middle of the desert, and uh, kind of migrated to Las Vegas to, you know, I figured I'm here, seeing Reno. Might as well see what Las Vegas is about. And uh, I've been here now for about 20 years. Been here. Okay. So we've been here about the same amount of time. Yes. Yeah, so, well, you put it together. I've left, came back, left came back and you put it all together it adds up to about 20 years what keeps bringing you back bringing you back it's like a slingshot coming back <laughs> yeah. like a yo-yo coming back the city's infectious you know um down south or uh, back south it's it's you know it's even killed very slow uh, good country living and then everything shuts down um where, where are you from exactly from the south i'm from a small uh, country town called valdosta it's right there on the florida georgia border okay um it's uh, now a metro town. Over the years, they've moved um, Air Force, Moody Air Force Base is actually how I got there. I'm an Air Force brat. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. So um, uh, it's uh, it's an interesting space. You know, like most folks uh, call, say they're from Georgia, the first thing they're going to tell you is they're from Atlanta, you know. <laughs> and they just live there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but me, I'm proud about Austin. You know, okay. ESPN Zone, Title Town USA. They're having Wintersville down there this weekend. Mm-hmm. They call us Floridians because we're right there. Literally can throw a rock across the Florida border. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's like that D.C., Maryland, Virginia thing. You yeah. throw a rock to D.C. You can throw mm-hmm. a rock to Virginia. Yes, ma'am. Certain, certain areas. Yes, ma'am. All right. So what do you do? Uh, I'm in the financial financial industry and in the wealth management. Um, okay. Working with... Uh, Working with people to secure their retirement, find the right insurances, um, maybe dis, maybe be disability, long-term care, life insurance, or again, putting a, a retirement portfolio together is where I pr- primarily find my focus is. Okay, so re- say I'm coming to you and um, I want a retirement. I mean, I want to retire, hopefully someday. Where do I start? As an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur. Well, first, we got to sit down and have a conversation again and find out exactly what you're looking to, what age you're looking to retire. Find out how much you want to have in retirement, um, what kind of lifestyle you want to live. So, like, what's your number? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Find out what that number is, and then um, we build a plan to reach that, reach that goal of that number. Sometimes, depending on the on the time when you get started, it can be a little bit more hectic than, you know, um, of course, the later you start, it's always a lot more hectic. The earlier you start, um, the easier it can be. Uh, typically, we find most folks that, you know, uh, we all have a 401k or an IRA, and we typically think that that is our retirement, which in essence, it is not. Um, it's just one piece. It's it's uh, my personal opinion. It's a small piece in the retirement, even though it's a large bucket of money. It's a small piece because in retirement, it requires you to take about 20 percent of your full income and divert it towards that retirement. And whatever that looks like, you know, it's it's sometimes just a sacrifice depending on how. So wait, let's go today. back. Let's say let's I, we got to repeat that again. So so, you so off no, 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 no. Because oh. I want entrepreneurs to understand. No, because I did. I dozed off. OK, well, <laughs> what Chris just said is 20 percent of your monthly income yes, ma'am. should be tucked away for retirement. Yes, oh. ma'am. That's what he just said. That's oh, no, huge. Say that again. 20 percent as an entrepreneur, 20 percent of your monthly income should be tucked away for retirement. Yes, ma'am. Pin dropped. I, that's why I got silent. So, <laughs> I mean, but then let's but let's make it make sense. Let's look at the numbers. Yeah. So if I am grossing ten thousand dollars a month, I should be putting away two thousand dollars a month. Yes, ma'am. That's correct. OK. And the numbers get larger. They do. Okay. Again, it, it really depends on, you know, again, what is it that you want to retire or how do you want to retire? What do you want to accomplish in retirement? 
So looking at that overall um, idea of what that is, you know, it, it, we put a plan together. And everything that we do, I want to be real clear on this one, everything we do has to make sense for your budget. You'll find a lot of folks will come together and they'll say, okay, where the, the misconception of working with an advisor or working with somebody in financial management, that it's going to cost you a ton of money. And realistically, it doesn't. Because what happens is, is that we never plan to fail. I mean, yeah, we never plan to fail, but we fail to plan. Right. And so getting together with that planner, putting that plan together gives you that opportunity to, to, to really start somewhere. And that's what holds a lot of people up, in my personal opinion, because I hear it all the time. Oh, I can't sit down and have a conversation with you because I don't have the money to afford you. No, that's not the case. You just not afford me. It's affording the lifestyle that you want to live in retirement. And that's what you really got to face, because, again, that 20 percent number, it becomes tough. So how can I start, though? Because what I. 20 percent, 20 percent is huge to start. Yes, ma'am, it is. So where do you start? Say that's the goal. Uh, yes, ma'am. Well, first off, again, we start with that conversation and we have to find out exactly what that number is. And again, what that lifestyle looks at. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you look at it, there's going to be a sacrifice depending on the lifestyle, how you look at it. Mm hmm. If, uh, if that makes any sense. No, it does make So no. I guess Leah's question is, because entrepreneurs, we're constantly making money and putting money back into our business. It goes like this. So do, do should we start at 20% or should we start at 5% for the first couple of years and then go up from there? And again, it, de- it depends on the individual. It really okay. depends on the individual where you're at with your with your life and where you're at with your monies, what's coming in, what's going out, to really de- define where you really start. Uh, it's 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 a case by case basis. Um, my my personally recommendation is is you know how bad do you want that life in retirement? Because if you if that's what you really want then you're going to have to figure out how to rearrange things. Because typically what we find also, too, is that most people think that I don't have the money. But when you ha- sit down and have that conversation, we actually find the money. And we can find the money in what you're already doing and just redirect in how you're doing it. Okay. All right. So in other words, my monthly sh- uh, new purse budget <laughs> is over. I'm sorry. Did I, I know y'all. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Y'all know that was because that's because that's a necessity. I do want to know what because I'm living a day and I and I guess that's what you sometimes because that's what I hear a lot. Uh, I'm living today, mm-hmm. um, and I'm living today. I mean, I'm going. To, I want to be around tomorrow, but I look at it when I retire. My monthly expenses should be nowhere near what they are today. Yes, ma'am. That's the first thing because. I'm not retiring until my house is paid off. And that's my biggest expense. Yes. Right. So everything dealing with my house is paid off. So that knocks that out. Um, And I guess really finding out what that number is and how much money do you need. And then your youngest child, you'll be done spending with your children. I can't can't retire until he's done. Right. Right. So I got to actively work until he's done. So we can't retire until our house is paid off. We can't retire until our child has finished college and has gained employment. Possibly. Well, I told him he was my retirement plan, but go ahead. <laughs> and then your your car should automatically be paid off. Well, it shouldn't the, take that long. Well, see, the thing with that is, though, I look at it as I'm always going to have a new car. 
So I always so you're not worried about that. Yeah. So I got that's always that that's 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 just part of the budget. That's gotcha. gonna be part of the budget. Mm-hmm. So that's all part of my number. But I look at but I hear the twenty percent. But can you help somebody build to get to the twenty yes, percent? Oh, okay. Can. And that comes back to the conversation of sometimes you're already doing it. You just need to redirect how you're doing it. Okay. And and sometimes again, yes, that purse budget. Or that per- no, no, let, let me say that. No, okay. <laughs> you can play with a lot of things. And a lot of things I'm not even going, you know, hey, we can discuss moving a lot of stuff. That one ain't going nowhere. All right. So we'll talk about how much. We'll the Starbucks the- budget can go somewhere. Now, the star- now, the star- now we, can, we, can, we, can, we can trim down the Starbucks budget. Yes, ma'am. Um, like we can't trim down the person, the the personal, like the hair, the nails. You're not trimming that either. <laughs> you're not moving that. And Mm-mm. see, and there it is, comes into the conversation. There are some things that you're just not going to move. Non-negotiable. Exactly. <laughs> so in that conversation, we're finding out what means the most to you. Purses, mm-hmm. and clothes. Okay. What the things that we can make change in. That's okay. where we make that change. We make that change together. So you know, how do we start? Well. Again, it really starts with that first initial conversation because we I can tell you all day long that it needs to be 20 percent. Right. But, but as you're asking me get there. That, yeah. that question, well, how do I come up with that 20 percent? Well, right. I can't know because each case is different and each person depends on what they want in that retirement and that and how they want to live their life. Because, as you said, when we retire, the main goal is to make sure we're paying as little in taxes as possible, if not none. Mm-hmm. Right. So right? but then if you're talking about as little in taxes if not none then you're talking about products that when you when you receive the money from them product when you receive the monies from those products are not taxable income so that's like your Roths Roths are not taxable when you mm-hmm. receive the money but if you do a SEP it's taxable when you pull that money back out yes ma'am you know so it's also understanding the products that you're investing in to then un- you know and th- to understand because I have a bunch of retirees as clients and they still pay taxes yes ma'am and again that comes in like you just said the products and how you set that up which again comes back to that conversation you know i mean where are you at now what are you already doing what can we redirect and how are we not using this product and you're using this one so pulling all the pieces of that puzzle together for each individual um whole life roth iras those are your best two places where we try to find you in put something together see most people think that just having a big whole life policy is the is the answer no not at all so let me ask you this so i i contact you how often should you and i be having conversations once a quarter depending on you know your your level of what you're trying to do it could be once a quarter it could be once a month um it could be minimal though minimal minimal quarter minimal once a quarter yes ma'am okay so i like what you're saying chris because honestly if you catch young people at a young age and they start saving 20% at a like right out of college, they're disciplined. They're disciplined and they will always do yes, it. Ma'am. So it doesn't matter how much money okay, they make as they grow. But you about the undisciplined 50-year-old that that been living. Right, right. That, that person, <laughs> that, that, with, that would be with me. With the purse budget. The purse so what budget. we have to do with her <laughs> is we have to stress health, wellness, and all that stuff. She has to have herself That's ready and prepared. Go. Just in case things uh, don't go exactly how we plan for them to go. So I'm glad you brought that up too when you talk about health because the three things that drive the cost of insurance in itself are age, gender, and health. Okay. What not. So when we talk about those products that we want to be in at the same time, <coughs> those three factors do play a part. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, looking at where that person is. When we mentioned like a Roth IRA where there are limits 
on that, on how much income and how much you can put into that Roth IRA before it they is. say you can never put any more in it in there, which again comes in where those other products come into play. But it all comes back to age, gender, and health that drives that cost. So those are factors that you also got to factor in when you're talking about where you might have an individual, like well, let's talk about that 50-year-old that did everything unconventionally, spent a ton of money, makes great money, but doesn't hadn't really taken care of themselves because they've just been enjoying their life as it is today. Well, sometimes it's going to cost them a little extra because of a health issue, because of the product that we may choose to get them to the end game of their goal. Got it. So that, and what I like what you're saying is because I, I know a lot of a lot of the 50 year olds I talk to, we're looking for mailbox checks. <laughs> I mean, that's the easy way. To, we all want that. We're now looking at we, mailbox checks. I need to do something that I'm going to the mailbox once a month and I'm picking up checks. Yes, ma'am. And that's my retirement plan, mailbox checks, because I didn't do all the other things. But I like what you said about young, you know, young people and entrepreneurs with children mm-hmm. and little things you can do to set your children up. Like, um, and I don't want to put you on the spot with that, so I won't ask that. But I will say, if you have children, can you start investing in policies for your children? Absolutely. I'm a big proponent of that. Okay. Um, I would say that, especially with credit, the one thing we know about our kids and, and credit and things of that nature, you can start your kids off early on. Put your kids on as co-signers or authorized signers on your credit cards okay. at an early age. Okay. So now they're getting some credit built up that, you know, I mean, you'll find typically these college kids now, include myself, I did it too. You know, um, they were there, the guy signing the little, signed the little form, get your credit card, and bam, you had these high, but because they didn't have the financial education literacy. or mm-hmm. literacy to understand, I just you know they give me a credit card, you know what I mean? I'm in school, I need to pay for books, I need to pay for this, I need to get this. But having that conversation early on as an entrepreneur, because as an entrepreneur, you're going through these things, so you're taking your kids right along. Things mm-hmm. you can do is add them again to your credit cards to start building credit, um, <clears throat> credit worthiness for them as well. Um, again, that proponent of college education, 529 plans have been around and they're a great way to save for college planning. I personally, not a fan of it. Why? Why? I don't like where you don't have as much control over your money. Okay. Um, and I'll use my kids. I have a 10 year old and I have a three year old. Okay. Right. Um, I'm prior military. Let's say, you know, I'm saving right now. Um, I'm saving into this 529 plan. Every mm-hmm. year. But mm-hmm. my kid gets old enough, and let's say he gets a five, maybe some type of scholarship, uh, athletic, collegiate, whatever. So his college is now taken care of. He doesn't need this money because everything is taken care of. Now, I can roll that money to my daughter. Yes. But let's say something happens, and, man, she decides to follow dad's footsteps and join the military. She doesn't need the money. No, ma'am. But now now I can roll it to myself or my wife, whatnot. And, but... We're not going back to school. But you got grandchildren that you yeah. can possibly. Or grandchildren. We can roll it, but you can keep rolling. But if you decide that you don't want to roll it and you have something coming up and you need that money that you you've can't been saving, get it. You can't touch it because now it acts like it's a 401k. You can't touch it early until you're 59 and a half. Otherwise, you're going to pay tax penalties. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, the good thing is I'm closer to 59 and a half <laughs> So I prefer to use life insurance for college planning. Okay. Um, I use, for example, I have a policy for, I started a policy for my son when he was two years old. By the time he's age 20, I set it up where after 20 years, it's a whole life policy. That policy is completely paid up. There'll be at least $20,000 inside that policy where okay. I have an option. I could do a couple different things. Um, I'm going to teach my son, one, how to borrow from himself and pay himself back. Okay. He's going to learn how to use that life insurance Because people policy. say that a lot, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. nobody tells you how to do it. Yes, ma'am. And that's the other thing, too, because I, you know, I, 
and I, because I hear a lot of things all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, so I, I hear you. Show me. So, with this particular policy, mm-hmm. right? After 20 years, the policy is paid up. He's got about twenty thousand dollars in there, mm-hmm. right? Um, because the company that I use to do this policy have a, a certain thing called what we call indirect recognition. Okay. Now, what does that mean to you? That means that if you have money growing in this policy with indirect recognition and you need to take some money out of that policy, the way you can take money out of that policy is in the form of a policy loan. And the reason why people ask you the question, why am I borrowing my own money? Mm. Well, the way it's written in the IRS tax code, that's the loophole of how you can pull your money out tax-free. So that's how you're doing it. Because loans are not taxable. Yes, Mm ma'am. So let me add, but I know that sometimes in in, in some cases in the policy, if you don't pay it back, or if the repayment does not happen fast enough, they will issue you the 1099R. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you just that need to know the rules of the game happens, before you pay the game. That happened to me before. I, I pulled money out. I took a loan out of a 401k. I didn't pay it back, and that's exactly what happened. They gave you a 1099R. They well, did. Typically, when you find that happening with an insurance policy, they have what they call direct recognition. Because, again, you're actually taking money out of the policy. With indirect recognition, you're not actually taking money out of the policy. There's a separate bucket of money that the company has set aside that you're actually pulling the money from. Because the way the company looks at it is they're guaranteeing that they're actually going to receive that loan back. And the way that happens is, is God forbid, if there's an untimely death, what they're going to do is they're going to subtract that loan from from the the, proceeds, uh, death benefit, Mm -hmm. benefit, and then they'll kick out the rest. Got it. So um, going back to how Mm -hmm. right now, I got that out of the way. Showing my son how to use this money as maybe his own bank, whatever the case would be. Let's Mm -hmm. say when he turns 16 years of age. Right. Or. He needs to buy his, let's just say, he. let's not put an age on this. He needs to buy his first car. Mm-hmm. He's decided he's going someplace else, whatever the case would be. He doesn't need that money. Um, he's got a scholarship. So we're going to use that money to buy his first car. Mm-hmm. Take $5,000 out, whatnot. We go buy his car. Not that that's going to buy a nice car, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be hoopty. his car. <laughs> and I'm You'll using hypothetical from numbers here. point A to point B. Yeah. You will be shipping the car to said destination because <laughs> it will be a local car. Hypothetical numbers just again to show you the how. Uh-huh. But what happens now is is I'm going to teach him now and every month, you know what I mean? How just to, like the he discipline went to a paying. bank right, and bought the money from the bank. He is the bank. Right. He'll pay himself back and put that money back in his policy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have other options for your children as well because we um, work with, and we haven't brought her on here yet either, scholarship doctor, mm-hmm. um, Rhea Watson. So she focuses on a debt-free college experience. I know Ms. Rhea very well. Okay. We attend the same church. Okay. Um, Miss Rhea has uh, talked to, uh, you know, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah, no, my son has one. Actually, he just won another scholarship. Um, and we um, and we also do stuff with 100, 100 black men. So I'm big on children winning scholarships, not waiting to high school, but being disciplined to go out there, write, do the activities to get the scholarship dollars. Because my son just won. He won $400 from 100 black men and another 250 from an essay contest. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Let me take it a step further, though. Because not only just for scholarship, but also impacted his retirement. Because now, remember I told you, this policy is paid up and paid off in 20 years. Right, go ahead. So now you have a paid up asset that is constantly still growing as if you are adding money to it. Okay. See, that's the difference with a whole life policy. It's like an IRA on steroids or a 401k on steroids. It's continuously growing and you don't have to add another dime depending on how it's set up. With this particular policy, when I'm long gone and my son is age 65, right, there'll be just under $300,000 in this policy. Nice. So... Interesting enough, he's now got an asset that he doesn't have to make any more payments, so he can't mess it up. So he can't, can't throw mess it away. It up, can't throw it away. Whatnot. I love he's it. He's got an asset set 
you know what I mean, where again, he had multiple different opportunities to use this. But once again, you know, my idea is that, let's say from a business standpoint, decides that he wants to start his own business. Instead of going to, again, the SBA or another one, he can go. go to his policy, pull that money out and use that for startup. Got it. I love it. I love it. So there's several different opportunities why I like to use life insurance, again, for just college planning. Because when I talk about um, life insurance with kids, it's never about a death benefit. It's always about how to be able to utilize the instrument. Got it. Got it. So you are listening to Chris Bridgeforth. He is with Applied Wealth Management. You can contact him at 702-931-7099. Again, 702-931-7099. Good conversation because I don't know if we talk about these things. Again, um, from what I'm hearing, you basically, if I come, if I contact you, well, when I come, well, I'm already a client, but when <laughs> I have my next meeting, I got some questions then. You basically will customize something for me. Yes, ma'am. So that I can reach whatever my goals are. Yes, ma'am. And then you would help me with children and things like that. Expansion upon the family, because that's the that's the ultimate goal. Right. If you're doing it, you know what I mean? It's the conversation that we're sharing amongst our friends and family. Because okay. again, these are conversations that are happening in our household. Coming back to that policy, I didn't grow up, I didn't come from money. You know, my father was in the Air Force, you know, we had three three boys. You know, people think that the military make a ton of money and they don't. Raising three kids on and living on base They're housing. discipline though. It's, yes, it's, it's a different, dis- it's, it's a discipline. Well, there's just not a lot of money there and that's the okay. other side of it. So. You know, having the idea that when my son gets older and I can say, hey, here's $20,000 to go start your life, it's a big deal. Okay. And it cost me 50, 55, 70 bucks, 55 to 70 bucks a month. Okay. And how many years you had to pay for it? 20 years. Okay. So it makes sense when you're um, expanding your family and having children that you start these policies for your children as soon as they're born. Yes, ma'am. And so, therefore, they have an asset. By the time they get in their 20s and yes, they have ma'am. something to, to grow off of. I, I like that a lot. Listen, uh, it's been fantastic speaking with you, Chris. We could go on and on. We need, we, we need I was more say, time. I didn't even realize. Yeah, wow, we, see, we, that was we need more time because oh, wow. there's so many things to talk about. And uh, you raised some very good points. And hopefully our listeners out there are thinking entrepreneurs, when you are having, when you're expanding your families, make sure you set your children up for greatness and you can, uh, reach out to Chris at and speak about some different products and he can be reached at 702-931-7099 again 702-931-7099 well Chris I want to thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate it talking to you and we look forward to having you back on yes ma'am it's a pleasure I've this was fun. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Rhonda, what we got going on? What's, what's up this well, weekend? Whoo, it's a great weekend. It's nice and warm outside. There's so many things happening. happening. I just don't know where to start. All I know is that you entrepreneurs, it's time to get up and get out and get that walk in today. Get that blood pumping. It's warm outside. You have no reason not to start your day every day with a walk in your neighborhood or at your neighborhood park. So get up and take care of yourself. Also, I want to say save the date. Save the date, save the date. Sunday, June 11th, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Intra-Alumni Council United Negro College Fund 15th Annual Southern Hospitality Jazz Brunch at the Suncoast Hotel and Casino. Um, the ticket price, uh, For tickets, you can contact www.iacvegas.org or 
Peggy Selma at 702-277-2448. It is Sunday, June 11th. Yes, it's been three years, but they are back. All of the proceeds are for scholarships, and all of the money is for Nevada residents. This group is for Nevada residents. So, um, cooking show, real quick. Can we, we we got time? Cooking show, real quick, real quick, real quick. The next cooking show is the end of May. I don't have my <laughs> my Stuff calendar okay, open, but, but we'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next anyway, week. But I want to say, what y'all do this month? We did roasted chicken, sautéed broccoli, and potato salad. And, and they made potato salad, y'all, in an hour. No, well, about two hours. About two hours. Okay, but and anybody that makes potato salad knows that it, you know, and, and yeah, right. So when it's next week, have your pen and paper ready because let's sign up, let's get in the kitchen with these with our children, and let's cook something because this is something major. And they've been doing this now for three years, and like yep. I always say, they supply the food. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. But anyway, we got to run. Our gotta time run. is up. You've been listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I'm Leah Crawford. I'm Rhonda Nolan. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. See you next Saturday. Right, peace. peace.